How you guys doing? It's the producer from Marvel Comics. Welcome to the Marvel Hack Season 8, uh, Issue 2 of the Marvel Hack, as we get into this season of looking at the post-House of X and Power of X world with some of the new books that are coming out, as well as we take a walk through Jonathan Hickman's run on New Avengers in 2013. On the line tonight, I have my two favorite Marvel hacks. On the line tonight, it's the Sandman. Sandman, say what's happening. Uh, well, people. How y'all doing this evening? Man, we're recording on a Thursday night, uh, however many days before Christmas and however many days before Star Wars. We're going to get back to that in a minute. <laughs> also on the, light, mm. on the line tonight, it's uh, Brother Beavis. Brother Beavis, what's happening? Hey, welcome back, everybody. Hey, yeah, I have a point of order. You gave me the, so, gave me the countdown. Like, was, did I, like, zone out? Uh, I didn't have to, like, click record. We're good. No, he didn't. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yes. No, no record. We're good. All right. Uh, yeah. You know that that whole fun. sequence is terrifying for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with you. I think it's just you. Nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing's more terrifying than when you look at your Audacity record screen and it's recording, but that bar is not moving. It's like, oh no, you're in pause mode and it's gonna throw everything off. So yeah. Uh, we're, we're good. We're good for tonight. Right. So yeah. So. The setup for the show tonight will be um, New Avengers issues number five and six, and then we're going to swing over to the New Mutants. Now, if you get a chance to listen to the raw version of this audio, you will know that uh, at least I am not a fan of these New Mutant books at all, but we'll get to it later in the show for sure. Uh, But before we get to that, we're not going to do a full blurred notes, but there has been a bunch of DC news as well as the Star Wars information that's coming out, uh, or this movie that's coming out next week. So I want to talk a little bit about that before we jump into the books. Uh, The first thing up, uh, the Wonder Woman 84 uh, trailer came out. I guess that was this week. Um... I saw yeah. it. Kind of going to get you guys' opinion of it, and then we'll kind of uh, spin it around the room. Sandman, you sent it out to the group chat. What did you think of Wonder Woman 84 as a trailer? Uh, I'll tell you what. At first, I wasn't exactly feeling it, but I did think it on subsequent uh, viewings. I kind of like, well, I think they did kind of get the 80s vibe down with the song selection. Um, I don't know the exact name of that song, but I know I've heard it a lot in, before and um the colors you could probably argue they were kind of biting up of uh, thor ragnarok because they pretty much did the same thing about a few years earlier so i don't know if it's exactly original at this point but mm. as far as a trailer yeah um i'm not the biggest of dc fans well they're of the dcu anyway but it did the uh pique my interest at least a bit so i give it a okay. thumbs up yeah okay brother beavis wonder woman 84 well, I think the big question we all have going into it is the same question we still have. It's like, uh, uh, how is Steve Trevor here? And it seems like it's yeah. sort of mind-induced reality warping. Do 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 do. We may or may not be here. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some there's some good action sequences. I think, like, like doing the '80s thing is like such a trap because it it can be mm. so overdone and it's so yep. dated and there's so many people who just aren't going to get it. Um, yeah. But sure. in, I, the thing that made me most interested and curious was like uh, Cheetah, right? They like barely gave a whole much. Uh, they barely gave anything about her. So they didn't um, show her at all. Yeah, yeah. I think they showed like. 
she had one. They showed Kristen Wiig print or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, that was the yeah. extent of it. That, so that was the thing that piqued my interest the most is how they develop her. If they do, if she's you know like the the typical early Batman series second villain who just has a garbage plot on the side, then that that would be disappointing because uh, mm. I don't know Maxwell Lord. That he's not mm-hmm. he's he's not Darcy <laughs> uh, level. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it mm-hmm. it seemed to me that yes, that you saw the Thor Ragnarok uh, bite. I mean, they completely bit Captain America, First Avengers, and the other one. So it's, <laughs> it's, you know they're they're treading in familiar territory here. Um, I just you know, like I said, subsequent watching of that first movie, you know, in the theaters, I was like, you know, this is really good. And then when I saw it other times, I'm like, this movie is not very good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's got a couple of scenes. The third act is absolutely awful. The villain is absolutely terrible. And so you're treading into Cheetah territory, which is not even a credible villain in Wonder Woman lore, really. Um, So I'm just, I'm (laughs) kind of curious as to what and why and how that's all going to work. But, you know, it's Gal Gadot. She looks good in the costume. You know, that's worth, you know, at least the price of admissions at this point. So, I mean, I'll see it. Probably in the theater. I can't see me not seeing it in the theater, but, I mean, it is what it is. So, all right. The other uh, announcement from DC was uh, they announced Shazam 2 today, um, that that was going to come out sometime. It's February of maybe 21, 22, something like that. I can't remember at this point in time. Um, I was kind of surprised, even though I know people like that movie, Um that movie didn't make a whole lot of money in terms of, you know, in relation to what movies are making nowadays for comic book stuff. So I was kind of surprised that they went back to the whale. I, and not, I, I think I ask you this every time, Brother Beavis. Did you finally see that movie? On to Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Sad man, I know you saw it. Man. So what did you think? Yeah. Of, uh, I can't remember what you thought of Shazam. I thought it was good, not great. Um, there were things I liked about it. Uh, it was. I didn't think it was anything spectacular. It was. It was. Um, it was fine. That's what I thought. It was just fine. It was kind of like a. It was a, maybe phase one level um, yeah. Marvel uh, movie at best, in my opinion. Because I, I know I people that absolutely loved it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was fine. I didn't think it did anything uh, particularly uh, special. Other than that, what's right? it on right now? It if, okay. it's a, if it's popped up on one of the many services I pay for, I would be willing to watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I would imagine that. It is it out? I mean, like, it's, it's, it's got to be pretty on, much put in front of me at this point. Yeah, it's been, been it's been on DVD or whatever for months, probably. It's been a little while. But, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's on yeah. DC streaming, which it should be, but it probably isn't because they probably mm. have righted it out to someplace else. Um, it's just essentially like a movie made for 10-year-old boys. That's basically how I interpreted it. I saw it in the movie yeah. theater with my daughter. My son didn't want to see it. She was, you know, she just, but she was <laughs> like, you know, thought one of the boys was cute. So that's why she wanted to see it. And I'm like, okay. But when I showed it to my son, who would have been 13 or so at the time, he was like, this is not good. And so if he would have been sort of the target audience, so if he didn't like it, I, I just, I, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I don't know. I love Zach Levy too, you know, like I, as an actor, I really like that dude, but I just, I couldn't, 
it just didn't grab me or whatever. I mean, it, it, like I said, if I was 10, or definitely not 13 because he didn't like it, I, I would have liked it a lot more. But overall, I thought it was pretty lacking. So I was surprised yeah. it got uh, a sequel. Um, so, yeah, DC's trying to do their thing, you know. They're not building connected movies or anything like that. They're just making all these solo things, and Batman will be coming out soon. And, you know, and then they made the announcement today that the Flash movie is going to come out as well. well I think in the before same we year. go that route, like, the, the puzzling part, too, is, like, Black Adam, like, unless they let the rock go rock, then how does the Black Adam fit in with the Shazam-verse? And if they yeah. let the rock go mm-hmm. rock, is that really the Black Adam that presumably back Black Adam fans want to see? Yeah. yeah. That's true. It, it, That's a good point. Yeah. It's a it's a weird it's gonna be a weird sale and we talked about this before, like it's so hard to get people to cheer against the rock. And um mm-hmm. yeah. It it'll it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Uh the Flash movie, I'm assuming they're gonna use the same actor from Justice League or whatever. That movie's obviously yeah, it's a mistake. And his yeah. and in his interpretation yeah. of the Flash also sucked. Like it just there was mm-hmm. nothing good about that at all and yeah, I hope they um yeah, I hope they recast. I hope they figure out how to make the powers look a little bit better cuz his powers yeah. it, it, I mean the TV show's flash powers looked a lot better than it did in the fucking movie. So yeah, but um, his costume, his costume sucks. I'm sorry, that thing looks ugly. Fucking Power Ranger. Yeah. He's got yeah, like yeah. the uh Michael Bay Terminator's version of uh, or uh, Transformers version of of the flash mm. costume. Like little yeah, metal yeah. parts all over. I think that Flash and the Jesse Eisenberg Lex Luthor like exist in the same casting universe. It's like, let's just make them like, super twitchy and annoying. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, mm-hmm. not stop. Yeah, that was no, a straight really miss on both castings. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just, yeah. It, again, it's all around. It's like just a bunch of discontinued, you know, or disconnected parts. And again, that it could they existed that way for the longest time, you know. They only started to try to connect everything once Marvel did it. You know, DC mm-hmm. existed like this for the longest time with their movies. So, you know, why the fuck not? Why do you have to have them connected, you know? I mean, <laughs> I understand why they would think that they would, but, you know, they were successful doing that before. So, you know, you know, write what you know. And, you know, right. maybe that's their, their way of getting back into the game. But, uh, all right. The other mm-hmm. one, before we get into these damn books, uh, is Star Wars, uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Uh, that comes out uh, next Thursday. Uh, this time next Thursday, we will not be recording because I will be sitting in the movie theater at I got a 9.50 showing next Thursday for Rise of the Skywalker. And I can honestly say this is probably the least hype I have ever been for a Star Wars release. Not because I don't think the movie <laughs> will be or can be good, I'm still just fighting off the stank of The Last Jedi. I just mm-hmm. am. I, I, yeah. I don't know that I've ever really recovered from that movie. And I don't think there's any, and again, Sandman's on the Twitters, I don't think there's any movie, not any, but I don't think there's a lot of movies that generate people's oh God, sucking a movie's dick off so much than The Last <laughs> Jedi. And I'm like, why are you sucking this movie's dick off? Because this is not a good... And people that I know and respect, they're like, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't get it. Mm. And I think yeah. we're I think we're 3-0 and 0 or 0 for 3 on this one uh, with us that that's not a good movie. 
So, it's not a good movie. Yeah, so where's your hype level, Sandman, for the rise of Skywalker? I literally, I don't know how to feel about this. I can't get a feeling um, because, I mean, I haven't, I've been trying to ignore them, but, like, on YouTube, there are just video after video of people pretty much saying, like, yeah, this movie's fucked. <laughs> you know, it's. I'm trying to ignore it to go in fresh, you know, and hopefully not think about The Last Jedi because I borderline hate that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, there's just so many steps in that movie. I, I, I think it's awful. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know what to expect in this now. They got J.J. coming back, you know. I I like Force, Awaken, Force Awakens. I, it retreads a lot of familiar ground, obviously, but I still like mm-hmm. that movie. And now he's got the impossible task of basically trying to wrap up the entire Star Wars saga, or Skywalker saga, I guess. Mm-hmm. With uh, and after basically half the universe has been burned away <laughs> by this freaking mm-hmm. idiot director, uh, who by the way has a movie out right now that's uh, Knives Out that's considered really really good. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I guess he's just a bad Star Wars director, <laughs> you know, and he just should never have been um, on uh, put on that movie in the first place. But yeah, I I'm complete. I'm hoping for the best, but. Man, my hopes ain't high. Yeah. I know you were not hyped or you hated the last Jedi, Brother Beavis. I mean, where are you for your Star Wars hype? I'm going to go on a thing and say you haven't gotten tickets for this thing yet. Actually, I almost texted you guys yesterday, uh, but I was like, let me save this for the podcast. I was sitting on the (laughs) toilet reading an article about Star Wars, and there was a line that was like, the movie comes out next week. I was like, oh, the movie comes out next week? Oh, okay. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I have not bought tickets. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah. I have, my, my excitement for the movie is, like, non-existent, and I'm more than willing to wait for initial reaction. Uh, don't feel obligated to not spoil anything for me, and I'll see it eventually, I'm sure, whether it's in a theater mm-hmm. or otherwise. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's. A, I, I have been watching The Mandalorian. I'm not disinterested mm-hmm. in the Star Wars universe, um, but yeah, I ain't staying up late to watch it at this point. <laughs> and I'm not waiting in line to see it either. So yeah, I, I I get it. I mean, y'all know how I feel about those movies, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, Meh. you know, I mean, I, I yeah, this doesn't. I'm not. I, I'm I'm not excited. And I don't know, like I said, I know like part of that's because of the Last Jedi, but you know, and I've pretty much stayed away from trailers or whatever. I haven't read any, I haven't read really anything. I'm just, I'm completely um, unattached <laughs> to this movie. So hopefully, I can go in and enjoy it without, you know, bringing in too much baggage from that other movie. But um, mm, uh, yeah, it's impossible to do at this point. Yeah, actually, I like I wrote, I read like an article that was like a breakdown of the Wonder Woman trailer to like kind of figure out what I didn't get, what I was catching. I didn't, I did like I, I kind of watched the Star Wars trailers, but I'm like, oh, there's yeah. Dark Ray in it. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not breaking down that movie at all at this point. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, and I mean, you wow. might, I think, Sammy, you said you alluded that you heard stuff otherwise. I. Because the, the embargo, I think, was lifted or whatever. I've actually heard decent that it, it's pretty decent. So I mean, really? maybe that is the well, case. Good. But I don't. Know, Hopefully, know. but still, yeah. Regardless, uh, yeah, whatever. So, so all right, 
So yeah, so that's a like not a really a blurred no system kind of stuff that had been going on. All I really am is just delaying because we're gonna get the new mutants and I'm gonna be like, Well <laughs> all right, oh, you can boy. listen to this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes and Stitcher because <laughs> um, I got I ain't got a lot. So let's jump in. Producer transforms into Brother Beavis and just starts spitting venom all over the place. Yeah, it's going to be like Brother Beavis when we were doing uh, that day one DC books. All right, I'm going to head out. I'll be back in ten minutes. Okay, this up and upload it later. Here's the password. Yeah, I'm going to go read some. I'm going to go read some Wikipedia on what we talk about. Uh, Well, y'all talk about these DC books. Uh, So, all right. So, yeah, so New Avengers 2013, uh, uh, Jonathan Hickman, Steve Epstein are the writers. Uh, we're headed towards this event that's called Infinity, uh, which will bring Thanos, you know, spoiler alert on a six-year-old book, it's going to bring Thanos, the Black Order, like, you know, a lot of stuff that's going to be familiar to um, the Avengers saga and movies. Um, issue number five kind of picks up, or not kind of picks up, it picks up from where it gives us our little coloring page or our black and white recap pages. And it's basically a recap on the coming of Galactus. The last incursion occurred on a world that Galactus was trying to eat. And then the book ended with a battle of the Avengers about to fight against Terax. Um, this issue is titled The Black Swans. I, I, we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, just on the initial reaction of, you know, what is your initial thought of not leading in with the Terax fight, Brother Beavis? Because, you know, on that book <laughs> ends, you're like, oh, okay, what about the Stodgy fight Terax? And then you get seven pages of exposition about, you know, incursion. <laughs> well, uh, I think that speaks to the quality of villain that had been arrayed uh, in front of the <laughs> most powerful uh, characters in the Marvel Universe. But, yeah, I mean... You, it was a, a reasonable like cliffhanger, and then yeah, they, the fact that it doesn't just jump back into it, it, it kind of it, it says something about the Terrax. Yeah, again, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Black yeah. yeah, Black Swan is there. Reed is doing one of his another interrogations of the Black Swan. You know, essentially, he's like, "You want the truth? You can't handle the truth. I'm going to tell you everything that happens with this, and you know." Like, look, man. It, it, I, the, the thing is with this book is I know, and again, having read ahead, I know he's building to something. But when you go back and you read it as individual books, it's just like, um, where's the comic book part? Because it's just a lot of talking. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I'm. I mean, maybe it's just me. But I'm like, where are we getting to the part that there's a comic book in here, saying, man? Yeah, it, it's unusual because I mean. Yeah, I'm curious what's going on with the the black swan, the the, the chick. Uh, but yeah, the the cold open they did is kind of a little bit of unusual. And then yeah, Terax again taking an L. I mean, are there any good outside of maybe Silver Surfer? Are there any really good heralds of the Galactus? <laughs> I think. I, I mean, it sounds strange to say that, but I don't know. I think y'all seem most of them seem to suck. But um, again. Terrence's yeah. design is awesome. Like the design is. is great, but yeah. uh, he takes Especially when heavy John Byrne draws it. But yeah, yeah, he yeah, takes, he takes heavy L's everywhere. Um, I don't think they chopped out Nova at any point, did they? Mm. Uh, yeah, not Maybe too much. Not. I don't think so. I'm like, Fire Lord, I think they do. But Fire Lord had to lay down. Uh, Terrence, yeah. Lay down. <laughs> Air, Air Walker is a P- POS. Mm. 
Yeah, um, I almost forgot about him, but mm. damn, I forgot. Everybody I forgot did. what the initial question was. Now. <laughs> yeah. No, just yeah. Are there any I mean, non-terrible heroes other than Silver Surfer? Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. this Galactus is with a Galactus with a K, by the way, and this is Terax. <laughs> yeah, I was going to. I was going to say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we brought that up last week. Um, but yeah, so you know, they're basically like, okay, so here's what's going to happen. We need your help, essentially, um, to do this. So you you're gonna have to ask. And you know, her thought is is like, you know, I have to live through these incursions. Wait, are you, it's a bad are you, thing. Are you completely past the Terax fight? Because like, there's a whole. We haven't gotten to the Terax fight yet. We're still oh, talking okay. about freaking what's happening. No, not you, me. Like, we, like, the book is still talking about freaking all, right. all of this stuff before they even get all to right. how Terax gets beat in a bunch of pages <laughs> that don't freaking have any words on them. But anyway, um, so, yeah. <laughs> all right. I just <laughs> so, wanted to make sure we don't skip a certain panel. <laughs> give him his due. Yeah, I got you. Uh, so they're going to uh, release her out of her cage. Black Panther's like, I don't trust this girl at all. Um he puts a shock collar on her to control her. That'll blow her head off, I'm assuming. And then we get to the flashback of a one week ago in the battle with Terax. And there are seven panels of wordless fighting. <laughs> there's a lot yeah, of times you saw that. There's yeah. more Kitty <laughs> Pride uh, fighting in, in the X-Men yeah. than the Marauders than this, this book. Yeah, it was bad. And <laughs> Terax was actually taking down, allegedly, the most powerful group here of Avengers. Uh, for the most part, and he gets taken out by somebody who can't talk. That's just basically it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I I don't know. And then there was parts of it that I couldn't really even tell what was happening. Like, I mean, did y'all feel that way too? Not necessarily the fight. Like, does Galactus eat this world? Oh yeah. Well, he, that, he, that, he that, go ahead. So then, no, I was just going to tell you. He just basically eats the city. I guess. This was in New York, right? Yeah, because it had the Statue of Magneto slash uh, Statue of Liberty. And so, yeah, so what, what's his goal? He usually eats planets. So he just yeah, ate, like, this is a snack. He just ate a city. Is that what's happening? I don't know. They, the way I interpret I, I don't know. this is the part that was funny to me. It's like, it seems like they, they get down with Terax and they look over and Galactus has started uh, consuming the planet. They all look at each other. And then the next day they're like riding back to their regular. <laughs> so, oh well, we tried. We tried. Wow. Oh well, that'd be great. Yeah, because it doesn't really shit, explain yeah. anything there. Yeah. Like there's just like a bunch of pages with no dialogue, and then yeah. like okay, that's great. Uh, so we're back to Necropolis. Um, and Black Swan is there about to get gangbanged, I mean, interrogated by the entire Illuminati. <laughs> um, it's like, uh, I've seen movies that start like this. All right, so she's like, all right, so, well, we need another. And why did you bring Terax back here? He's not going to help you save this world. And, you know, and Tony's like, well, you have no idea what this is actually about. And then Dr. Strange was like, tell us. Tell us what this is. And she's like, who are you? Don't talk to me. I have no idea. You're a necromancer or something. <laughs> well, she totally she disrespect Dr. Strange. Yeah, yeah, she hocks a loogie at him. Like, he's a tooie at him. <laughs> and then Namor, Namor has the best line. It's like, she roasted you. Like, <laughs> like, get out of here. She nails you completely. So I'm just like, you know, uh, still. Any part of this is a comic book, y'all? Like, as you're like, oh, okay, this has me pulled in. Anybody? Uh, no, there's still no protagonist. Like, there is still no yeah. good guy story. 
than, no. other no, than Captain no. America, who got Ned Stark in issue two. <laughs> <laughs> and then, if it wasn't enough confusing this book, then they go in a completely different direction. All right, well, tell us your origin story. Oh, boy. All right, so I was a queen. I was born a poor black child. Um, this is our origin story. bullshit here. Yes, it is. And she was yeah, a princess on another planet. Her brother was going to be heir to the throne. They had a city library of worlds that they could go into. I was like, wait a minute. This is the damn fucking plot for Monsters, Inc. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and oh, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. So they can open doors to all these different universes or worlds or whatever. And, you know, they were looking for these, 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 these ladies or whatever. But then one day they opened the world and black priests came and they killed everyone and she escaped. And then she escaped the world and she found the black swans and she was raised as a black swan. Uh, and, uh, they had to sacrifice the world for Rabum Alal as their god or whatever. And, you know, these swans are now scattered all over the world and, you know, and the gateway to the multiverse has been destroyed. Okay. I mean, again, World building, and 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 I don't necessarily want to discount that or whatever, but we've been in so many. There's so many pages of it. It just doesn't feel like a comic book. It just feels like like almost like a, you know, kind of like a novel at least. You know, or I mean, I just, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. They did so many. It's like, a, it's I thought a some blog. I mean, things. it's a combination of there's so much because comics, and yeah. there is no protagonist. Yeah. It's just, it's a slog, and. Fast forwarding, like they get into the next story before there's any real clear um, resolution to this, and I mm, guess maybe right. that's the intent, knowing mm. the secret way it plays in the Secret Wars, but it's mm. not very satisfying as a standalone story. Yeah, initially, right? Yeah, right. and then you know, Tony, Tony's like after she tells her origin story, he's like, "What caused all this?" And it was like the birth of Robin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, and so his birth leads to the, the death of everything. And, you know, they offer him Ursa sacrifices. And, you know, Namor is in all bah humbug mode for this. But she's like, well, what can we do to stop these incursions? And she's like, oh, just sacrifice the Earth. Like, yeah, is there anything else we could do um, to get away from it? And she's like, no, no, that's pretty much it. You're going to need to do this. It's a tale as old as time. And so Beast is like, okay. And then she curves the beast and is like, you're, you're the beast, right? Yeah, I know you. Mm-hmm. You're going to destroy the whole bunch of worlds. I was like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, uh, that's like, we call that the beast move when you bitch out on your own world. <laughs> that was funny. You know, yeah, and, I, and we talked about beast last week about, you know, he became like was a more interesting character as Dark Beast, and apparently in the Dark multiverse beast. there are much more Dark Beasts than there are like yeah. Good Beasts, um, which is kind of cool. Um, mm. But yeah, so Bad Panther's like I don't trust this bitch at all. Like this ain't <laughs> gonna work for me. I'm uh, you know yeah. this is not gonna work. She's like fine, you don't trust me. What I'll do is I'll give you an early warning system. You know it's in hey, my eyes. Hey, I turn Black sick. Panther can yeah. eat a whole bag because. He sold out Captain America uh, several issues ago. And this is what you get. Sell yeah. out. Yeah, he did. He did. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Uh, he did. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna give you this early warning device. It'll help you predict. I'm probably gonna get like hate, 
they tweeted again for hate. Yeah, you might. Hate no black family. It's not racial. I just don't like it. Yeah. Well, but you know what? This version, as you again reading ahead, this version of Black Panther is really the basis of the movie Black Panther. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like the movie the MCU yeah. version, he becomes much more kind of evened out, so to speak, as the as the series goes on. Um, but yeah, so hey, when's the next incursion? And she's like minutes away, and that's how issue five ends. I mean, again, just a lot of stuff to like take yeah. in, just a lot. Like, and I'm just like, man, like I'm. You know, you're kind of getting ready, like, okay, so when does the comic book stuff start? You know, and yeah. they've had a little bit of that here and there, but it hasn't been, I don't know, not necessarily enough, but it's not enough, at least for me. Uh, what's y'all's thought? Uh, it's kind of all over the place. I'm I'm still interested in where it's going. I'm I'm just curious on what how they're going to wrap this all up and what, you know, is it going to be an interesting um, complete story. So I'm, and um, I'm still interested in her, like uh, as a character, trying to see, look, this, this is going to, Black this Swan. is going to lead anywhere. Or she's a, yeah, Black Swan. And mm-hmm. so that much, I'm still kind of interested in. Yeah, I just, you guys are right though. There is no protagonist in this shit. You just basically yeah. have a bunch of powerful, unlikable people <laughs> dragging from one one situation to the next, trying to figure out what to do, and it's. It's strange, and you know, and this chick, um, who's I don't know, is she, is she is she Darth Vader or is she freaking, you know, is she evil incarnate or is she just some chick, right? You know, uh, I, I don't even, know. Um, yeah. And you could even say that there's no antagonist in this book. Yeah, it's really? strange cause because I, was, I thought it was her, her at first, but yeah. I don't know if that's true anymore. Yeah, so yeah, it, it doesn't. Yeah. It, what it, is it? She presented at first that way, but it, it clearly isn't. You know, I mean, at least not yet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a yeah, like, issue at uh, the end of the next issue. Go ahead. Like Reed's opening line is like, "All things die." Like it's just this is like an inevitable thing. It's like mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. they're railing against inevitability, um, and, and and really, not only are they unlikable, but they have they also have no hope. I mean, they're just mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I think the number yeah, one you, thing it's a is it's a dark like, slog. Yeah, it, it would. I I think it would be. I think some of the obstacles for me would be lower if it wasn't called Adventures. Like if mm. it was just its yeah. own story, um, mm. then then it would be different. I think. Um, if, like if it was the Illuminati or whatever, you know. And not that the not that every one of these people hasn't been an Avenger at some point or will be an mm. Avenger at some point, but it just. It doesn't read like an adventure book. I think is is maybe no. more of the issue for me. And what we, we were trying to look, yeah. And what we yeah. were trying to do while we picked these books was to try to you know kind of see where Hickman might go with these X Men books. And I don't know if we're seeing that. I think you can see a little bit of uh, maybe some of the stuff from House of X or Power of X. You know, kind of some themes that may run through them, uh, but. For the most part, we were just trying to see, like, what's he going to do with this new world of Krakoa? And we'll talk about that shortly, uh, very shortly. Um, but, you know, we, we're, you know, we were kind of trying to see that. And so and going back and reading this is kind of where he really kind of became sort of famous or whatever to see if we could, you know, draw some comparisons and see and, you know, whatever. 
All right, issue five. Mm-hmm. I just I said the book ended. The Wait. next incursion was in Latveria. So Sorry. In that regard, what I would say is, um, this book came out in 2013. Mm-hmm. He's pulling elements of this story six years forward, and he right. pulled elements of this uh, at least two to three years forward for his other crossover. So, right. give some respect mm-hmm. for. Um, at least the endurance or the vision or whatever, but like so right. much of what we've seen over the past several years has just been, did that stick? No, throw it away. Did that stick? No, mm-hmm. throw it away. And so, yeah. Yeah. you know, give, you know, not enjoying the story, but give respect for laying groundwork that you intend to come back and explore later. And that, and that's right. one of the things, right. one of the huge things that's been missing from so many, so much output in Marvel. So, yeah. Given that, right? yeah. If not, for if sure. nothing else, which, which, you know, he's, you know, done other great things too. But given that, if nothing else, yeah. And, I mean, right. and again, right. remember, this book is going to eventually lead to Secret Wars three, which is going to lead to the Fantastic Four disappearing for all these years as well as they go out and rebuild the multiverse that gets destroyed. I mean, so he's laid the foundation for all of that there. But yeah, getting from point A to point B is a slog, uh, and that's mm. being generous. Um, so, all right. So, yeah, so we're going to wind up in Latveria, uh, because that's where the next incursion is. So issue number six, previously on X-Men recaps, yes, and, um, <laughs> it's, the title is Blue Hell of this particular book. Uh, so their plan is to take the Black Swan and the antimatter machine, the reagenic, uh, recombinator is what we call <laughs> it, uh, to the incursion point, because that's what they need to use to destroy the world. That's the weapon that she had, and they have reverse engineered it to um, to use it if they had to. She's just there to observe or to help, or they're going to kill her. Um, <laughs> there might be so, some yeah. so anyway, there might be some empowerment sub themes that need to be explored here, but we may not be able to uh, address that. Put this car on, bitch. Now, yeah, well, goddamn mouth while we go do bad stuff. Yeah. Well, actually, my and, note and, here says, and keep your titties my, out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Legitly, my note here says, before leaving, they all show her their dicks. Um, <laughs> I mean, the antimatter machine. I mean, pretty much. Uh, so yeah, so She's like, oh, y'all remade my vibrator. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "I'm very proud of all of you." They take the Y'all device with dick. them. I'm very proud of you. Y'all made a real old dick. Yeah, let's take this dick. Let's go international with this big old dick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they take it. They take this Latveria in the port, and they find the incursion wall, which is at Castle. We might have broke the Sandman. We did. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> Our ultimate goal is to basically do that. Um, and she goes, oh, no, the sky is blue. It means something much worse than a red sky, which is the normal color for incursions. And, you know, all these robot people are descending on Castle Doom. And I'm like, uh, Justice Me, yeah. original yeah. series. Uh, <laughs> that was a very TCS thing to me. Like, oh, no, it's yep. blue now. What? what, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! It's the number nine. Yeah. I can't fight it. Yeah. It's the number nine. Oh, oh lord! Oh lord! That oh, brings back some memories. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So that's bad. 
uh, Tony's like, well, I, he's like, I think, you know, it's not a surprise that somebody would try to do to us what we were planning on doing to them first ahead of time. And then at the castle, you see like a battle. They're staying far away from this incursion point. Um, and letting da- uh, Doom like, kind of handle it. And first up, we see Dr. Doom's son is the one that's fighting there. He's in Doom armor. And then they're like, oh, that's his son, Christoph Burr, some of them. And I'm like, uh, I texted y'all last night. I'm like, dude, that a son? No idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I didn't go to Wikipedia like I should have. I'm like, well, who's the mother of this freaking demon seed? Uh, well, I've never heard of Doom having a son. Uh, I um, just want to see that Mari like, episode. Yeah. <laughs> Victor, you are the father. <laughs> <laughs> I actually heard the name Christoph before, yeah, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, that's been a while ago. I think that was back during the Burn Run. Uh, mm, okay. Before, when they when they introduced that's that character, Wikipedia I didn't know at the time that you that you meant him. Yeah, that's but, what Wikipedia yeah. is for. Yeah, Wikipedia is telling me that is the case, and he's interwoven with Nathaniel Richards, uh, mm. Reed's dad, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. 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 So yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming because, because comments. Yep. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Maury. Hey, Maury, surprise. It was a doom bot, bitch. <laughs> 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 Put my seed in a doom bot. That's doom bot, son, son. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, doom is not happy that these people are here. Uh, and, you know, who is behind such folly, which is uh, quite the comic book line there. Um and Doom and his son uh, go back-to-back back, like in freaking uh, the Wolverine oh, Origins it. movie. Jesus. I did it. Oh, boy. Yeah, back-to-back. Origins. So, yeah, so Black Panther's like, this is not good, <laughs> like at all. He's like, this isn't That's good. Don't start quoting that movie, man, because there's really nothing good of it. Speaking of which, I'm get off topic completely. Uh, that's been running on, or at least the third one has been running on, uh, well, I guess, FX, probably. Like, it's been on, the third like, one uh, the third Wolverine movie. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh. oh. yeah. That, oh, God. That's yeah. not the third yeah. Wolverine movie. That's Logan. That's completely different. That's the highest oh, gotcha. form of art. Don't you dare mm. put that in a, in a trilogy context with those other two movies. Because this is the yeah, greatest comic kind of book movie of all time. Mm. Yeah, watch it in black and white. It's even better. Uh, no? How about that? Whoa. Uh, that's not a good movie either. But, well, I mean, no, it's whatever. not. No, it's not. Well, you know, it's not as good as people think that it is. That's the, the biggest issue is, like, people, you know, freaking suck it off all the time. But it's not very good. It's just better than the other ones. That's all. All right. Anyway, so Doom ain't happy, and then Black Panther's like, yeah, this isn't a good situation because he has this whole place under surveillance, and he's going to know that we are here, oh, and yeah. that ain't good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. like, he's going to know, and he's going to think that it could be problematic in the future is what um, Tony says, and I'm like, you think? Uh, yeah, that's not going to go over well. <laughs> yeah, he's, got, so, anyway. he's got ring on the front of the uh, of Castle Doom, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah so Black Swan's like you have no time to stop this and Namor's still a freaking dick he's like oh uh, yeah it says that we have a whole bunch of time here so <laughs> mm, what, what happened here? <laughs> like, 
so and so she goes in explains what blue skies mean versus red skies and she takes them to that portion of the earth and that essentially she just they get to make a decision where they get to absolve themselves of anything because this earth from the map makers is dead mm. like there's really nothing on it and so the first time that they're actually going to use the neogenic recombinator it's on a world where they're not going to kill anything and so it whether that rips the band-aid off of them having to do it again later or just gives them, you know, I don't know, this kind of, oh, well, you know, we did it, but nobody got really killed. It's like, you know, how Phoenix didn't kill a bunch of people in the X-Men the Animated Series cartoon. It's like, oh, <laughs> those planets had, had oh, been God. inhabited. You know, a bunch of people could have died. Well, uh, they did in the comic book. So, <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So, uh, Brother Beef, I have a note in here. You want to explain the science of the map makers, or that's just okay. comics, too? No. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> not <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, five and a half issues of uh, trying to make sense of any of this. And then she's like, oh, no, the sky's blue. I'm like, oh, stop. I, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're clearly just making it up at this point. Yeah. You're clearly just making it up. Yeah. And so they get to the end of this and they more like, I mean, uh, so up, I, right? I, guess, I guess the premise is that there are, I mean, I guess the, the map makers are residual people who have also had to face this sort of dilemma, and they have a certain approach, which is essentially killing everything. And I don't know if they, like, move to a different planet or back or whatever, but it's just, you know, these are, they're, they're Galactus is in on this whole collapsing reality, the map makers in on it, now the Illuminati are in on it. I think that was the mm. point. But, yeah, I'm not, I'm not playing this game with, like, oh, uh, now that you understand all this, there's this whole new aspect of it we have to talk about for now. No, I'm not mm. doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, oh, well, they take a piece of that earth and then implant it on the other earth in between the incursions. Mm. I'm just like, what, yeah. wait, what, what, what? It's, yeah. what? It's, it's, it's neogenic comp- recombinator at a certain point. I mean, like, it's just, yeah. it's in the guffin. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, But I think yeah, at so, a certain point, like, uh, Reed's hangdog face gets locked on it. Like he doesn't smile again, like for the next. Mm. Like he's there, he's upset. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, then give her some more French fries. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so they get to this thing, and like, all right, are we gonna blow up this planet? Which is Namor's thing. Like, what are we waiting for? And then uh, Black Panther is the one to choose to do it, and he pauses and like, what are you waiting for? I'm remembering who I used to be. Boom! They blow up the planet. <laughs> Black Swan's like. Now you're a man. You've got the juice now, Black Panther. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually wrote that joke, by the way. I felt pretty proud about myself when I wrote it. Never mind. All right, so. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, and Black Panther's like, this stuff is going to come back to haunt us at some point in time. Um, so, yeah. It, well, he ought I mean, to be thinking he's going to be the next person to have to lay on the floor like an action figure. When they get yeah. the Illuminati number seven, because yeah. they had to make the hard decisions. They they stole him like a fucking Pez Wally stole yeah. Jimmy Valiant. There you go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you got to sidetrack me again. Okay, so I'm listening to the Aaron podcast last night for Aaron Anderson. And I'm listening to it. I don't know if I was at the gym or I was just in the car. Regardless of that, they were have, somehow got on the topic. Of, it was Starcade 85 they were talking about. And so they were talking about Jimmy Valiant or whatever. And they were talking about how, like, of a shit wrestler that he was. Like, he was just terrible. Like, but he could talk. And, you know, <laughs> he and, like, he so just had, like, over. a couple of. Yeah, and that's what he said. He was so over. Like, people loved freaking Jimmy Valiant. 
he just had a couple of moves that you would do. You make sure he did his stuff. You know, he had no problem taking the L's. But, you know, the people love mm-hmm. Jimmy Valiant. I was like, oh, my God, just freaking Jimmy Valiant. Oh, anyway. All right. <laughs> so, anyway, so, yeah, so Reed's like, you saved us today. She's like, no, you saved yourself. Uh, Reed's like, we need you. And, you know, he leaves the room, and then there's, you know, she's back in her clear cage, and then there's this telecommunication or telepathy between uh, the Black Swan and Terax, who's in the cage as well, just sitting there. Um, <laughs> really, just sitting on, you know, just sitting there. And it's basically like, it, you know, at some point in time, we might be able to use, like, each other, you know, or we might need each other to do something. And, you know, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I, if you I, – I, I'm talking to out two sides of my mouth or whatever. It's like, man, you know, where's the comic book part? So they give us a whole because comic book whole scenario about how this earth gets destroyed. So that's the comic book stuff. But I guess I'm like looking for the part of like, all right, here's the common villain. Here's how we're going to get together and fight that villain or whatever. And there's none of that. That's basically it. Ooh, you blew up an earth. You didn't even fight Doom. You didn't even engage with Doom. You didn't engage him, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. So six issues in, bro, Davis, what are you thought? Uh yeah, so I think that is again, I think I, I hit on these points earlier. Very tedious, not an Avengers book, no likable characters, and then um my my perspective is influenced by a little bit of reading ahead where we shift gears mm-hmm. where I feel like this incredibly convoluted story doesn't even get resolved. And maybe right. they put it in the on the back burner for a little bit, but um, yeah, not not, <laughs> not not like I would have not got this far if if it wasn't for your. We weren't reading it. Yeah, I understood. Right. Sandman, what did you think? Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm hoping for a real good fucking payoff somewhere. I mean, right now, <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I um yeah, if this was a comic book, I would have given up on this issue right here. This would have stopped me. I was like, yeah, I, no, nah, I can't do it anymore. If I'm paying for it, yeah, this this would have this would have stopped me from buying anymore. Because I don't know mm. what's going on right now. Like I said, mm. I mean, there's I have some interest, but it's yeah, my interest only lasts so long, man. So do something, mm. yeah, <laughs> do something. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I, that's kind of where I am too. And again, the read ahead is a little bit different because I, I, you know, the foundation is laid. And then again, I, you know, again, looking ahead to the infinity event or whatever, it kind of takes a sidetrack mm-hmm. there before you even get back to really what you're kind of initially what we're talking about. So it's, it's right. a lot. It's basically a lot. And again, you know, we, you know, yeah. we have said this before, you know, these are, you know, not one kit books. You know, these are several shit books, and you can't just, like, read it in, like, five minutes or whatever. You really have to take your time to go through it. And reading it multiple Ooh. times, you know, as the producer of this show, to get it, you know, get ready to prep it for the show, <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. like, I see certain things every time I read it. But that has its drawbacks, too, because you start to see the flaws when you go back and read it multiple times. And um, Yeah, I mean, to turn it back on us, yeah. like, you know, one of the things we complain about is, like, oh, it just it reads so fast or whatever. I mean, it's, mm. it's definitely substance. It just, it's just mm. not clear that it's great substance. Right. Exactly, mm. yeah. Huh? All right, let's shift gears to the New Mutants. Uh <laughs> Oh, Let me reset the show again. Let me reset the show. We have decided after House of X and Power of X that we would come back and revisit the the new launch books two at a time. Last week we did Marauders 1 and number 2. 
And to the surprise of everybody on the planet that knows us, we were like, these actual books are pretty good. And I uh, got issue number three. Issue three is actually pretty decent, too. I'm like, uh, this was not expected for me, <laughs> um, but it is what it is. And so we were talked about doing, if you listen to last week's podcast, we had talked about doing, uh, I think, the original X-Men book or the, the mainline X-Men, X-Men book. X-Force, okay. And so Basically, yeah. the thought, having read those first books already, or first couple of books already, yeah, it's like, hey, these are actually pretty good. And Brother Reavers, you said, maybe we should <laughs> pick some of the other books first. Explain yeah. your rationale. Yeah, like if we hit the high <laughs> spots first, it's going to be for, like, well, I don't know, maybe terrible weeks for us. Maybe that's the part <laughs> that this is like. But, yeah, yeah. we're going to be slogging through some hot-ass garbage. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. yeah, so I think we need to table yeah. X-Wars at least. Uh X-Men could be next, though. That's not, that is yeah. not great. So. Not great at all, no. Um, yeah, or Excalibur. Oof. That's yeah, rough so. for me. Um, that's not, yeah. and that one's not even bad. It's just I have no idea what it is. Like Yeah, or what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's look at the New Mutants. My first note on here is uh, issue one is uh, Jonathan Hickman, and I think Ed Brisson does the art on this. I met him at a con. Um, Basically, my first note in here says that initially, whatever, the New Mutants have always sucked, okay? They've sucked. Like, you can argue with me, you can debate with me, but essentially, as a unit, they've sucked. There have been some pieces that have been kind of cool, but essentially, and I checked this to you all last night, they're a bunch of mid-card wrestlers, okay? And so I even asked them, like, come up with mid-card wrestler examples of the new mutants. Okay, nobody – Sam might be a three-and-a-half. Ball might be a three-and-a-half, maybe. But the rest of these bums are all threes and twos and two-and-a-halves. And, and I guess, like, yeah. I guess it, magic, magic could be – but that, I don't know. I don't know. So, any, is there a mid card wrestler you you would uh, relate to the New Mutants fan band? Um, I wouldn't call these guys mid card. I was watching something of uh, uh, the APA earlier today on mm. on, on YouTube. They're mm. they're much better than any of these bums would be, except maybe like you said, yeah. maybe Ilyana. Um, yeah, mm. but you know they were never really big. You know. Uh, uh, Bradshaw went, to, went on to become JBL, which uh, he got a push. Mm-hmm. I never liked him <laughs> after no, that. Um, and Farouk slash um, Ron Simmons, you know, who I always liked, mm-hmm. but he was never he was never big. He's definitely mid card, but I would say he's still better for most of these bumps. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. outside of outside of maybe Ilyana, like who else is considered powerful in this group? Cannonball. Cannonball. That's it. Maybe. That's it. I mean, Sunspot has awesome powers, but, I mean, he sucks. Yeah. Still, he sucks. Yeah, but he's, he, he, yeah, like, what is he, name one uh, iconic scene with Sunspot, or any no, of no, for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Brother Beaver. Uh, <laughs> I took this challenge to heart, and I took some thought. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> After my Wahoo McDaniel analogy last week. Nice. <laughs> All right, so let's let's start with uh, Ileana. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna slot Ileana in as the barbarian. Like she's the <laughs> she's the monster heel that you want in your stable, but she's literally never gonna speak. 
and never going to win the title. <laughs> not that she's bad, but sure she, she's just there. All right. Well, that's really I got Shane Douglas here. Like, okay, oh. he's done some stuff. He's not terrible, but nobody likes him. Like, Shane Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Doug Locke, uh, he's like, I'm going to give him Glacier. Like, mm, like he's always glacier. around, but he has a terrible gimmick. He has no mm. signature victories. Like, mm. he's, he's Glacier. Mm. Okay. Mirage, That's a good one. Mirage and uh, uh, Karma, mm-hmm. Mulkey Karma, Brothers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and, and Mirage. Mania, baby is the Mulkey brother that stuck around after the other one left. Like, they <laughs> are both terrible, and if they ever did anything good, it was a fluke. Mania, <laughs> uh, oh, baby. Yeah. Uh, the other dude, who's the, who's the Hawaiian dude? I can't even remember. Mondo. 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 Where the, yeah, where the hell Tony are you jumping from, by the way? Mondo. Tony yeah, Zane. Tony I knew Zane. you were going to say that. Yeah, like you might have wow. had like one shot imitating Dusty Rhodes, but other than that, you had absolutely nothing. Uh, oh, I didn't get to Wolfsbane. <laughs> oh, but I would also say Cannibal is like, even though this is like almost too easy, he's essentially like Sam Houston. Yeah, he yeah. had the Western <laughs> States Heritage title one time, and he, yeah. beat, he beat Crusher Khrushchev, but it's only because yeah. the road warriors threw him over the top rope. Like, yeah. he, like and because he was like married to one of the like the bookers, like somebody mm-hmm. that was in with the bookers. So well, there you go. There's the there you go. You did, yeah, you did take that to test. That that right there more interesting in the sixty pages of this damn book. <laughs> I'd have to agree. I mean, I mean, it's just awful. Like, it's just awful. I, I mean, yeah, I compared. I compared them to like all the crappy like second level teams like of like in the eighties or whatever. Like, oh, okay, you're like the, like the Fantastics or the uh, the jumping the, the <laughs> jumping Jim Brunzel, the Killer Bees, oh, the Rockers, Wait a the Rockers. Don't, Hell, uh, no. oh. I, don't know if I, can, I don't know if you can disparage the Killer Bees. I might have to. Like, I might have to. <laughs> The the rockers, wow. you know, right. like you I'll see you why the yeah. gimmick is the gimmick is kind of popular, but when you put it together, it just really sucks. Okay, so I don't even know where to start with these books, man. Like I really don't. All right, All right let me help. Go you ahead, out. you go. Let me help you. Out, go ahead. I know you're conflicted. Um, so no, I'm not we, conflicted. <laughs> we start off. Yeah, yeah, there's no conflict at all. We start off on Krakoa, and we get a flash. Well, so. We have a current day, but we have a flashback to uh, Wolfsbane getting resurrected. So the first thing yeah. is, like, the tail end of the books we were reading, they made such a big deal about her getting killed. Now the first thing we do is she's back. It's like, okay, yeah. well, that was cheese. Then, but I did have – I had a note about that, though. Oh, I had a note about that. But at least that means that those books actually meant something. That you know, like they're at least tied into this version of yeah. books. Because those Rosenberg books, I thought were like, oh, you know, like, oh, you know, they were just placeholders till he got the House of X. But at least okay. it had something mm-hmm. to do with those books. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Unless we let it pass, 
Mammy's right there when she gets out of her yeah. little egg. <laughs> she um, sure is. <laughs> don't don't let a don't let a, uh, a a minor mutant like a less than eighteen year old mutant come about without Mammy around. Then yeah, the Lord. one thing that stood yeah. out to me like a like a bolt of lightning when I first read this was like, oh shit, Arya Stark's on page three, and that shit pisses me off. <laughs> When they draw the characters like what they yeah. would have been, would have looked like in a yeah. movie that's never going to get released, that should be yeah. Off. Yeah, she yeah. was just uh, like her too. You know, the man yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that part at least was more interesting than the part about Mondo fucking Krakoa or oh, Krakoa yeah, that, fucking Mondo. That was disturbing. That was fucking disturbing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the, and the point of that was, you know, so Doug, so Doug could fuck. Krakoa or fuck Mondo yeah. as Krakoa? Yeah. It was just Ugh. it was not good. And I was like, I don't understand any of this. And uh I don't understand any of this. And this is freaking Hickman. You know, some of the other books I was like, well, you know, Hickman's not writing it, so it's you know, kinda like, you know, you're writing off of what somebody else wrote, so I get it. This is him, so he really came up with this. Like he was like, Oh, I'm gonna write this freaking epic thing of House of X and Power of X. And you know, one of the books I want to write is freaking uh, New Mutants, and I'm going to turn them into mm, Scooby-Doo, because that's basically what this is. It is. It's freaking Scooby-Doo. Can you redeem us at this point, or or are we we wrong? (laughs) Say what, man? I said, Sandman, can you redeem us at this point, or are we wrong? Yeah, 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 we're just being mean. Yeah, we're just being nerds. Are we, no, this book sucks. Are we treating no. this like a DC comic book unfairly? Oh, my God. I've, I've read some DC, a lot of better DC comic books than this. I mean, uh, that's mm. just, that would be cruel uh, saying this. I mean, yeah, this this book sucks, man. I was having yeah. a hard time reading this shit. So, nah, mm-hmm. man, this book sucks. Nah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. <laughs> There's no redeeming this shit. And then Sunspot, and was that Moon, Danny Moonstar? They go over the history of the X-Men, you know, to get to the sixth generation. And then there was this group of mutants, and then this group. And then everybody had to do this, and then blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, and then there's a scene where they, they get Krakoa made coffee, and it was like the happiest thing. And Ilyana was like, what? Oh, what? Oh, what? What? What is this? You might as well assume that in this case, coffee means wheat. Like, you know that okay. that's how they're oh. <laughs> Okay, there you go. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, that would make more sense. Um, yeah, it would make a lot so more sense. That's exactly how I read that. It's like, oh, yeah, they're mm. all, like, college students. They're all weed heads. And Ileana is mm. the biggest <laughs> one of all. Like, so they ain't drinking right. coffee. Yeah. She's smoking weed. Good to know. Well, they allude to this fact that, you know, this would be a perfect situation if freaking Cannonball was here to smoke weed with us. Uh, he's not. You know what? He's out in the Shi'ar space with his family and his kid. And I was like, what? Like, Cannonball yeah. got kids in Shi'ar space? Why? It's a good time to go to Wikipedia, but I certainly wasn't <laughs> interested enough after reading these books to go do that extra research for y'all. So, I, nah. they go so out. I, I thought about that, too, and I didn't do it until we were just sitting here. And so, apparently, the original Smasher had the job to Vulcan. So, uh, mm. like, Scott Norton had to uh, lay down for, I don't know, whoever the go big monster he was. And then there was, like, three other smashers who all had to lay down, and now there's a new chick smasher. And 
Mm. That's who Cannonball smashed. But um, chop. Mm. Um, nice. So, yeah. No pun intended. Uh, okay, yeah. so, yeah. Well, they use a gateway to go out and meet with the Star Jammers, and they're on the Star Jammers ship, and you get all the callbacks for all the Star Jammers people with Chode, and the the thing was messing up his weed. You know, I got that part. Oh, yeah. Messing up Chode's weed, like when they brought the uh, the, the flower over yeah. there, and there's a fight between Raza and Ilyana with swords, and and uh, Sunspot is narrating this whole thing, trying to get some Kentucky bourbon from Corset. Uh, <laughs> Who is this book written for, y'all? What in the entire world? I, I threw it out there on the about all of them. I was like, this is some Squirrel Girl stuff, man. It's just goofy and silly. But it's yeah, allegedly one of your flagship titles with your allegedly flagship writer. What the fuck is this book? It makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. And it gets worse. No and issue two is worse. Issue two is a thousand times worse. But let's finish issue one. So the Star Jammers <laughs> take them out into deep space. They're there to go steal some stuff off the benevolence. Um, the, they, you know, they tell them to stay on the ship. They don't because it's Scooby Doo. They don't stay on the ship. They pour it <laughs> onto the uh, onto the benevolence. They go steal the egg or whatever, and then they have to. And then the Star Jammers are like, "Well, fuck y'all. Y'all shouldn't have did that," and leave them like there to get captured by the ship. <laughs> And then that was, <laughs> that, was, that was kind of the only that was really like the only satisfying part of it. Yeah, it, it was. It was cold blooded. Like, yeah, it was funny as hell. Yeah, it was but great. Was it. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, part. yeah. And then I mean, my note on here says this book is straight gibberish. This <laughs> 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 is gibberish. It's just all like I don't know what's going on with this whole thing. Um, and then that's messed up. Um, and then you know. The, when they kept back to the ship, uh, Sunspot's like, where's my team? It's like, what have we ever done to you guys? Like, you know, you messed up my weed, you cut off my arm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, what's what's his, uh, what's the so cat's name? Dream. Yeah, Mam- uh, Mam- yeah. yeah. And she's talking like Yoda now, too? I don't remember that. She yeah, probably did good. before. I just don't remember. She always, had, she always yeah. had some weird way of speaking. I don't know if it was like mm-hmm. that, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think the well, thing that we didn't convey strongly enough is like a, a very significant part of this is either sort of relayed or narrated or directly involving Sunspot, who just yeah. becomes mm. douchier and douchier and douchier <laughs> as you go through yeah. this. Yeah, awful. Yeah, and I he breaks the that. fourth wall, too. And he breaks uh, the fourth yeah, wall in, the, in one of the last panels, you know, like, what should I do? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and looks towards the camera. I'm like, or, or the, this pan, you know, the panel out of the book. I'm like, are you kidding me? What are we doing yeah. here? Is he Deadpool now? So now he's oh, Deadpool, man. yeah. yeah. The, egg, the egg was a brood egg, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. And, that, and yeah. that was one of the things that troubled me. Is like, as, I mean... Perhaps because I read those when I was a child, but the brood were very significant, and for them to be mm. sort of an also ran in this garbage ass story, I'm like, no, yeah. just keep you know, have some other alien egg. Yeah. don't don't fuck with the brood. Yeah, and you, I mean, and again, you could make this whole thing up out there because I mean, it's space, it's she are. You could make up <laughs> yeah. whoever the hell you wanted. Nobody, you know, whatever. I I do. <laughs> it's a funny thing every time I see it. I'm like, oh, man, thank God that they eventually said it on X-Men, the animated series. So, like, oh, Shara in Key 3. Now, cause before, I don't know how I was pronouncing it when I was reading the books in my head, but it definitely wasn't that. 
<laughs> no, no. I've never said that shit right. They did that. Yeah. Ever. Shara and Key 3. All right. Issue 2 is Space Jail, y'all. And my notes are very thin on this. Um, what? Basically. Um, recap. Sunspot's a dick. Um, yeah. Yep. They, know that and they re- they yeah they recap how they wound up in space you know they and then they go recap about like how before he left like I guess Sunspot's got money he owns X Corp or something like that. Well, his in dad. Remember his dad was a Brazilian. Father, yeah. Brazilianaire. And oh okay. Uh, and I think his he dad was involved with the Hellfire now. Club too. Yeah, somehow. I think his dad was he got courted by the Hellfire Club and died and so now he mm. has that money but. Mm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, something that was not revealed is that the space egg that they, you know, the Star Jammers actually just took the case of the egg and they stuck the real egg inside of Mondo. That's going to end in an alien-like moment here, I'm sure, at some point in time. Um, they are all in prison with Sunspot recapping this thing, and this is some straight-up Guardians of the Galaxy bullshit, too. Like, it's r- literally just ripping completely out of the freaking movie. And yeah. there's a space lawyer that's like a, a squid or something. Y'all, tell tell he's what in the world, base. Brother Beavis? Huh? Yeah, he's Jar Jar Yeah, okay, there you go. I mean, but what in the world? Like, what is this book? Like, I, this was not without... My thought was, I was like, okay, so they're putting Hickman on the New Mutants, so the New Mutants actually get a real push, wrestling term, that they're actually going to go from mid-carters to get a shot at the Intercontinental title at some point. You know, mm-hmm. maybe even wrestle for the world title, but not win it and get the rub from whoever the champ is. This ain't it. They, and then I mean, always suck. They've always sucked. So let's. I mean, let's 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 take a legitimate shot of trying to figure this out and and go back in time, right? So the original New Mutants was uh, number one. We got to cash in on this mutant business, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they had always made like there was a. There was a the, the character of Kitty Pride or later Jubilee or whoever was the audience's portal into the into the team, right? That was who you were supposed mm-hmm. to like. Who, that was how right. you were supposed to see yourself in the, in the team. So then they decided, well, what if it was that whole group of people? And so at that point, the New Mutants was written for like kind of younger, rebellious teens that would that would push against Professor X, who was even harder against them because he had made so many mistakes against the X-Men. And so mm-hmm. that's where the New Mutants came from. Now, what is what is this? Uh, <laughs> you know, so, so these are not these are not teens or kids who are like looking for acceptance or looking for, you know, a figure. I mean, these are teens that are like want to be allowed to make their own decisions and make their own mistakes, I guess, but I don't know. In some way, strangely empowered. It's definitely not written for our asses, but um, yeah. the funny yeah, thing, too, I, is like I'm, I have this panel up now where they all hug Cannonball, except Mondo mm-hmm. and um, Jono, yeah, who are Chamber. holdovers from yeah. Generation X, are kind of mm-hmm. noticeably standing off. And so now this yeah. mashup of Gen X and New Mutants is another side of this. Right. And yeah, and at, and at least when they did Gen X, at least that team was actually kind of more interesting than the New Mutants. You know, kinda. I mean, kind of. They were. It's just, I mean, it, I it don't had, understand. It had, that, that was where we first got 
like that was the major like crossover of the White Queen, and we talked about her a lot last time. But also yeah. Banshee, who is not an uninteresting character. So you had like some of the you had like the anchors to a lot of the stories and, and their own reasons for being there and um, you know, a whole new crop of characters and then Jubilee, you know, she mm-hmm. got the reverse kitty pride of, you know, demoted from the X Men and being made to go mm-hmm. down into this team. Um yeah, so I I I stuck with Generation X for a long time. I think it was ultimately unsatisfying. But I, I think in the early throw in the early issues it was I was kinda stuck with it for a while and you know, part of it that was the Chris Mitchell title and you know yeah. that was it was like it was a great it was great from a comic book perspective. It was great yeah, to see. Visual. Mm-hmm. And they, they hung out a like like for example, Mondo was teased for like ever, and I don't even think he played at all in the initial run. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like we started off with this like who is this for? I just vomited on the phone, and I don't know where we ended no. up. But, <laughs> well, no, but I think but I think what you're saying is too. It's a, it's not a it's it certainly isn't for the old school New Mutant fans. And we talked about this even when they were yeah. talking about making this movie that's never come out. It's like, you know, there are no good New Mutant stories. I mean, everybody goes back to that freaking the Demon Bear. The bear. But, yeah, I mean, the demon Bear. You, I mean, you, yeah. yeah, but that's, I mean, that's being the tallest midget, man. It's not so that great of a story either. But that's, but that's an interesting point. Like, let's go back to the Star Wars discussion we had. Like, we 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 believe that you know, obviously for us, Star Wars is the original trilogy. and But we accept that there are people for whom Star Wars is the prequel trilogy. Right. But I don't believe that there yeah. are people for whom the X-Men is the new mutants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I would say I would even say that there are probably not even people that like oh you know Generation X is my new mutants right. or my my X Men. Right. I would even venture to say that, and that's probably a solid ten plus years after the New Mutants debut. So I, it's just that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Like I mean, Sink was the best character, and they killed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and, and yeah, <laughs> and Jono's uh, probably the one that probably most notable from Gen X, or probably Monet, actually, but, like, I, I don't know. It, but this they, book showed, they showed Monet yeah. chasing around, like, penance, or pen, yeah. uh, pestle, penance, pestilence, whatever. The penance. They showed yeah. her chasing mm-hmm. around, but she's not yeah. invited to this party. No, no. Nope. Yeah. Uh, no. It, it's, it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah. It's not good. It's all not right. very good at all. No. Well, so they're in jail. They get convicted OJ style. And uh, I guess not OJ style. And um, they're sent off to prison, but then Sam shows up. And you, I mean, I like the the throwback of having you know and seeing the camaraderie between the team or whatever. Like I kind of like that part of it. But how you got to that point just was just useless and pointless. Like you know, oh, we're gonna put you in jail and then give you a goofy space lawyer that's a freaking Jar Jar Binks like character and like all this freaking just gaga spewing all over the whole freaking thing. And, you know, they have their moment. They talk about Krakoa and all. that's it. I, I, yeah. I, my, my final note on here says this shit sucks. You know, they, uh, <laughs> they eventually were just getting to this point, like where the lady smasher, Sam's wife is like, all right, we got some good news. You guys are sprung out of jail, but you got to work for the Shi'ar empire or whatever. And then there's a new like princess or whatever. That's very young. Who does not Who looks like 
uh, Lalandra, but apparently is not Lalandra, and who knows where she is? Google, and um, and so uh, they're like, all right, well, you, you know, um, gladiators, like you need somebody to help you learn how to be a princess, and their goal is to bring back Deathbird to help her do that, and that's the goal, that's the job of the new. Me- I'm like, Ugh. yeah, that's a that's a good plan. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. But also. So let's start back this up. Who is Deathbird in old school? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sherry Martell, literally. Um, <laughs> red, red, <laughs> literally. Yeah, literally. Wow. Uh, I mean, you know what? She did a lot when her in her short time there in those books. You know, she came on the scene very, very quickly, lightweight sort of killed Colossus, but didn't. I mean, she she had a fairly mm-hmm. solid debut, but then, you know, kind of went the way of the Dodo and was, you know, not to be seen really, you know, again. So, I mean, she, mm-hmm. you know, that's fine. But I don't know who right. was sitting back reading this book like, oh, man, I hope they bring back freaking Deathbird. And, and here's an example oh. of what we're talking about with Sunspot. Like, she has her big reveal. And Sunspot's like, hmm, yep, I think yep. I'm in love. <laughs> stop. Fucking stop. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, it's just the, not. The other thing, too, is like uh, one of, when they were trying to push Cannonball, he got a L, he got a, a Spider-Man over Fire Lord-esque victory yeah. against mm-hmm. Gladiator. Yeah. Yes, um, he did. So the fact mm-hmm. that gladiators in here, um, that's yeah, part of. It. And he's I mean, the leader of the empire now, or something. What the? Yeah. I think he. I mean, it don't matter. Ruling in her in that young kid's and, feet, or and whatever, that young, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, for well, the most part. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, again, it doesn't matter. Who was asking for? You know what would be cool is we brought the freaking new mutants out to the CR airspace or whatever and did that. Like, oh, okay. Nope, I, nobody was asking for that. And well, again, I, think, I swore, I swore, sorry, I swore that this book would have been used to give them, like, a quality writer that's not Chris Claremont to give them a rub to take them to a different level so you could have a team of younger mutants that weren't X-Men that could be cre- a credible team. And they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No. I was just going to say, no, I, I, think the, yeah. I think yeah. the the success and failure of these books is the degree to which they can establish a world and then build on it. And I think that's, you know, it, it, if you believe it has flaws, one of the strengths of Marauders is the fact that it's immediately clear what the book is going to be. And mm-hmm. the fact that this one takes two whole issues to get us to the point of like, yeah, so we're moving the new mutants out into Shi'ar space, and then there's going to be more stories on here. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if if the characterization appeals to you, that you know, uh, Ileana loves weed, Sunspot's a douche, uh, you know, <laughs> Cannonball's a straight and narrow, John mm-hmm. and Mondo are feeling marginalized. You know, if that appeals to you, then you're good. But that's a long mm. road to drag the non-believers, and there's so much baggage with the new mutants in general and some of these characters. If the, the, if, if you're asking us to carry that baggage through two whole issues, to get to this point and say, okay, I'll buy it, I'll keep buying it, mm. no, yeah, mm-hmm. 
I'm not excited about the third book. No. And it, my yeah. thought was, too, I was, like, you know, I was like, oh, well, maybe yeah. they're just going to move them off space, you know, because, you you know, we're rebuilding all these mutants or whatever. Maybe there's too many mutants now, so they're going to be like the space mutants and, you know, fighting whatever. I was like, but well, we really have, like, the Star Jammers for that in terms of this version of space. So I guess you don't really need that unless they were going to go back and, you know, rebuild, you know, like all the stuff that was lost, uh, you know, this uh, was the Alpha Flight space or whatever. (laughs) Chances are, and I just said Alpha Flight, you know what, they'll probably appear in this friggin' book too. Well, I I was laughing because the Alpha Flight was all dead, and then they resurrected Mm -hmm. them all behind the scenes. Like, they all died in in an X-Men crossover, just for emphasis, and then suddenly they're Mm -hmm. back like Captain Marvel's bitches. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, let's let's give credit where credit's due. New Mutants is, is a above Alpha Flight. I mean, yes, agree. I, yeah, I don't yeah. Agree which is that. sad because mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from yeah. the creative that, that team and the characters themselves and their ties into sort of the lore. I mean, Alpha mm. Flight that sh- they should have bed with issue thirteen and. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything been the end forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then been the yeah. end forever. Yep. Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. So, yeah. So, not even to ask, but we're all thumbs down on New Mutants. Uh, the third issue, I think, did come out yesterday. Um, yes. And I think I thumbed it, but I didn't read it. Um, and it was not it, worthy of the thumb. It was worthy of like the thumb. pumpkin pie, but I'll never yeah. know because I ain't going to eat the yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't worthy of it wasn't worthy of the thumb. It was worthy of the finger, though. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's what you get, the finger. The uh, thing I still don't yeah. get is how do they throw all these things in and say, this is the Dawn of X, and they're mm. they're all different pace and mm. going in completely yeah. different directions. Right. right. But And, and going yeah. back to what you said about Marauders, at least Marauders is legitimately tied into the fact of um, uh, of, of – what happened in House of X and Power of X, you know, like at least with the, the, the idea of the, you know, the human drugs or whatever, that's at least tied into mm-hmm. it. This isn't tied into it at all. The only thing that the tie-in is that they use the, you know, uh, a gateway to get themselves out into space. That's it. Yeah. You know? Pretty much. Like, yeah, there's yeah. this mutant, there's this awesome mutant, like, home world or whatever. You know, things are going to be great. You know what? Let's get off this bitch mm-hmm. and go out to space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. Thank you. So I mean, yeah, they're like, this is whatever. cool and all, but Sam's not here. I'd be yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, fuck yeah. Sam. Yeah, fuck Sam. <laughs> this yeah, this is heaven. Yeah, literally, rain is like, this is heaven on earth. I think I'm dying and going to heaven. Okay, cool. Hey, you know what? We should just leave heaven and go to Shi'ar <laughs> space. There's nothing wrong with that. So, oh, my God. Uh, I just can't. But I can't. That's bad. So, yeah, so we're all thumbs down on that. The conversation will shift now to what book is next. If you try to make me read Excalibur next week, we're going to fight. I might need a yeah. cleanser <laughs> before I jump into that because I don't, I don't know if I got enough shits in me to read those books. Um, well, we could well, go Fall, to the mainline. Fallen X-Book. Angels kind of stems from Excalibur in a way. Mm. Um, mm. Then there's what X Men, X Force, and is there one more? That's it. X Men, X Force, Fallen Angels, and Excalibur. Yeah, 
Jack well, you, I can't do Excalibur. I can't do another week of this kind of anger. Just, yeah. I feel like <laughs> I'm trying to hold off X Force as long as we can because yeah. I feel like there's, there's nothing better than that. Yeah. <laughs> You'll at least enjoy Terry. Wow. Oh, did you read the third? Oh, God. Did you read the third issue of that shit? Yeah, where they fight the Golden Girls? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Motherfucker. Man, I was, I was so angry. I don't know I've been that angry in a while. But the first two issues are pretty anger-inducing, too. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, those first ones ain't very good either. that. Yeah. yeah, no, the first two aren't very good either. So, but we'll 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 figure it out. Okay, so the mainline X Men books. So we will get two Hickman books back to back. X Men, X Force, uh, Excalibur, Fallen Angels. And Fallen Angels, yeah, but not in that order because Fallen I don't want to end there. We can, just a palate cleanser because this is. I mean, X Men <laughs> is better than New Mutants and much greater than Excalibur. Well, so, like, I can't even get a buffer. There's only one that's going to end on a good note. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Unless you want to do X-Force last, I mean, that's... That's fine, because at that point, yeah. and if you look at the things that are in the back, it only runs it out through four issues. Like, the dates on those things, it only has it out through four. Because yeah. yeah, that, that comes be... out again. I think, I think it comes out again next week. Like I so think it's it, uh, X Force is coming out back to back. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the 18th it comes out. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fine. Okay. All right. So next week, X Men. Yep. Just the oh, first boy. two. We won't even acknowledge the third one because ah, yeah, literally don't go beyond the first two to begin with. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, don't go beyond two. That's that third issue, man. Oh my god! What in the yeah. entire world? I, this is literally one of those. Huh, did you read that book? So I could just hear him lose his mind. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> it's like, right. oh, what if what if you took Cyclops, Sebastian Shaw, and Emma Frost, mm. and like let them go do whatever they want? Yeah. They're pretty much yeah. undefeatable. Except. Yeah. <laughs> Except if yeah. they if they yeah. happen across the Golden Book. Yeah. Then it's all oh my god. Yeah. Oh. That makes me so mad. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that wraps up season eight, issue two of the Marvel Hacks. Remember, you better find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. I was just thinking to myself, like, man, this is pretty negative tonight. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Pretty pretty like we had to find something, you know, where we shit on Star Wars, Avengers, and X Men. I mean, really, the holy triumph of, of Disney. Yeah, yeah, and DC. Well, that's a general. Well, I mean, that's like, a given, like, right? But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, shit. You know what? I was like, you know what? We need to shit on a Disney movie too, like a princess <laughs> or something. Like, cause um, whatever. <laughs> oh, we we didn't shit on enough well, of Disney's property. Frozen Two is hot garbage. That is a oh, fucking terrible really? movie. Oh, you, you saw it? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh yeah. And all right, so here we go. So here's one of the things. Yeah, since we're shitting on everything, Disney, oh, you brought us this bullshit. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, like so. One of my one of my sort of rules is like uh, the hallmark of a bad movie is if they explain to you, like the it's like they narrate the entire plot in the first five mm. minutes. That's a bad movie. Right. And so with yeah. Frozen 2, and I, I legitimately enjoyed Frozen. 
producer. Mm-hmm. We saw it together. We saw it together, right. yeah. Yeah, enjoy the songs, enjoy the story. With our children, the characters. Way, that, that, yeah. yeah, clean that up. Yeah, we I had a feeling. I was about to say, yeah. 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 No, we had a feeling. Previously undisclosed mythology of these native people living in proximity to Arendelle in the narrative in the mm. first, like, 10 to 15 minutes or whatever. There's no antagonist mm. for the movie. Um, the, mm. In every song, like, you might like it, but it's like, yeah, it feels like they're trying to reach for what they got the first time. It, yeah, mm. Frozen 2, not good. Highly recommend against going to see it. Uh, it'll be on yeah. Disney Plus, which you've all, you're all suckered into buying at this point anyway. So just, just <laughs> yeah. save your money. No, noted. Oh, no, 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 no. I have one thing to not shit on. Did you see the trailer for Mulan, though? Live action Mulan? Oh, no, don't get me started on these live action like recreation. I understand. Like and I'm not, and, yeah. and I have, and I have literally, besides Beauty and the Beast, and that's only because I like Emma, uh, whatever her name is. That's the only one I've actually <laughs> ever seen. She looks like a dude. She kind of does. <laughs> Hermione? <laughs> Hermione? Yes, of course she does. Um, so, that's the only one I've seen, which was literally a beat for beat remake of the freaking cartoon. Like, there's literally they nothing the difference between the two. They I know, but I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. So, I, but this one looks like, really good. When you good. see the live action Lion King, I was like, Mom, it's not live action. There's yeah. no fucking lions <laughs> in that movie. Well, anyway, if you hadn't seen the trailer for Mulan, I would, I would suggest that. I'm not saying I would see the movie, but the trailer at least looks decent. Anyway, all right. So yeah, so uh, yeah, so that wraps so it up. Take that, Disney. Take that, Disney. Yeah. Hey, 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 all night long. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> we, need so, a, we need a big rush tonight to either either revel in this hate or I don't know, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah his damn yeah, he really should have been here for this. Flow within this, uh, but yeah, so. So we're on a regular schedule, you know, we'll get our weekend episode, or not weekend, our episode in next week uh, before the Christmas holiday break or whatever, and we'll take that break and probably New Year's and then come back in the new year with, um, you know, to finish up season eight. But yeah, uh, thank y'all for listening or whatever. Again, rate, review, subscribe if you listen to this on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts or whatever. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's been real and it's been fun. And again, next week will not be Thursday because I will be watching uh, Star Wars at this time. Probably hate texting y'all. Um, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes from there. Uh, but yeah, so we will we'll have to figure out what day we can get that in next week. So uh, for sure. All right. So as the producer of this podcast, I'm starting to sign off as the X Men the animated series is playing us out. We will never skip the theme, y'all. I don't know why you did that, Disney Plus. It's going to be my ending for this podcast every week. I don't know why y'all put that in there. There's no skipping that thing. Stop. Uh, Sam, man, go ahead and sign off. You just skip the episode. <laughs> All right, sign our people. We'll see you on, well, not next week. We'll see you when we see you. Yeah, for sure that? next week. Yeah, for sure next week. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh, well, okay. All right. See you next yeah, week. We'll All right. All right. I'd rather be the story and sign off. All right, catch y'all next time. All right, we'll see everybody on that side. Peace. Peace. You didn't kind of keep this thing until I turn it off, so. But yeah, we're good. I don't know. Good job.